This is Packer and Durham on ACCN and Sirius XM Channel 371. Packer and Durham, we are live from the Big Easy, the very first day of April. It's April Fools, and who better to lead it off than us? Right here on <laughs> ACC Network as we get you ready for the weekend. Mr. Durham is here, and man, do we have a cast of thousands. This, now this, West Durham. Is on remote. This is not the basement. We got no. the mighty Mississippi River over here, Jackson Square behind us, and I am ready to roll. What a weekend this is going to be. Welcome back to New Orleans, Mark. I like this place. Yeah. Always have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Old stomping grounds. We've, uh, we've kind of come along to New Orleans once or twice in our brief ACC Network career, so it's nice to be back in New Orleans. Especially nice to have two teams playing in the national semifinals tomorrow night at the Superdome. And when you think of New Orleans and success, ah, the ACC's had some success here for sure, right? Well, we're going to get to that. I want to talk about something first. All right. While you were down here, Gantavan, you, you were out and about with the people, having dinner. It's called know. flying in the afternoon. Yeah. I landed, came into the city. Let me tell you about my flight last night real quick. American Airlines, you and I have never gotten along, <laughs> all right? I know you're not going to be a sponsor. I know, so I can say this. Wait. Last night, Wes, we had multiple delays out of the hub in Charlotte. And as we're landing last night in New Orleans, Captain, it wasn't Captain Ron. I wish it was. Yeah. But it was not. We aborted our landing last night and took a tour of Lake Pontchartrain at midnight, and it was spectacular. <laughs> So I am glad to be here. Yeah. American Airlines got us here eventually. So before yeah. we get into all the details, because we've got a ton of guests, oh a gosh. thousand things to talk about. Right. American Airlines, thank you for getting me here in one piece. And, Outstanding. And, and we'd be awfully appreciative if you get us on Monday after this show. Oh, at this rate. And by the way, one other thing. Yes. We found out while we got here to our set, which is spectacular. Like I'm telling you, look at, I mean, look at our setting. It's awesome. Yeah. We found out in, in our Kirk Herb Street-like vehicle that we were able to hang out in the RV prior mm -hmm. to our show, since yeah. we're now big time here in New Orleans. Uh, somebody stole the ESPN forklift yesterday, <laughs> and uh, it was not appreciated. And I'm not talking about just a little regular forklift. This thing's got a giant crane, and eventually the culprit was going down in reverse. Here it is, going in reverse. So. To the dude that stole the ESPN forklift, yeah. uh, I suspect that American Airlines as a pilot is in your future. There That'd you be go. my guess after the last uh, yeah. 12 hours of my life. There you go. How about that? Authorities here, all handling things. Everybody's back to normal this morning. We're able to be bringing you live television here from New Orleans. We got stories. You know what else I love about New Orleans? What's that? And, and I'm a morning guy, as you yes, all know. Yes. I like to stay up late and wake up early, early in the morning. Right. The cool thing about New Orleans for folks who've never been here or if you're heading down for the weekend, wake up early before the sun comes up and watch the sanitation department wash the streets. <laughs> it is incredible. You won't believe what goes upstream, downstream here. It is an incredible scene to watch New Orleans get hosed down every morning before the sun comes up. Yeah. Love it. It is a beautiful morning, a little cool. Expecting Aww. temperatures here in the mid-70s, maybe toward 80 before the day's over. It's awesome. This is, uh, by the way, uh, a day where a lot of people start to work their way into the city. Yesterday's the big arrival day. Today, everybody else kind of shows up. Open practices take place at the Superdome this afternoon. We will have coverage on ACC Network for you uh, starting about 2 o'clock Eastern time. 
So we'll have a group here and some folks inside the building kind of overseeing the practice sessions of both Duke and Carolina this afternoon. This is a fun day because you get a chance to see everybody, right? You get right. in the dome. It's going to be incredible. Great scene. Of course, yep. half the field from the Atlantic Coast Conference. And, of course, later tonight, the women's Final Four That's takes right. place with Louisville taking on South Carolina. And, uh, again, you got Stanford, UConn on the other side. It, it's an incredible weekend of basketball. And to that point, Josh Hurd, the athletics director at Louisville, is going to be the first of a busy guest list today. Um, We've had some busy shows. 598 might top everything. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we have one guest that's going to make his debut, and I've got questions. All and right. That would be for the governor of the state of yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. The Honorable Roy Cooper, the governor of North Carolina, will be with us uh, coming up bottom of the hour. Josh Hurd here in about, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes or so from Minneapolis. Also in this first hour, Johnny Dawkins. Uh, arguably the most important recruit of Mike Krzyzewski's 42 years as Duke's basketball coach will be with us. Looking forward to talking to the head coach of UCF. He's been on with us before. That's right. Eight o'clock hour. Uh, Brendan Marks will be here. Covers both Duke and Carolina for The Athletic. Uh, Josh Pastor, it's eight o'clock central, nine o'clock hour. Eastern time. I, I won the bet. I thought you wouldn't go eight minutes without forgetting no, that you go I, Central I know. time. I'm, I'm on the old clock here. I'm just glad we pushed back an hour because I was worried about it last night yeah. circling around Lake Pontchartrain if I was going make to uh, make, make the show. Josh Pastor will be here in the middle of the 9 o'clock hour. 9.15, we'll talk to him. He was the one that said in January he thought Carolina was capable of going to the Final Four. Look what happened. Carolina's at the Final Four. So Pastor will be with us. Patrick uh, Masseroni is the uh, former head basketball coach at Archbishop Stepniak. And you'd say, well, why are you having a former high school basketball coach on? Because two of his prized pupils are on the floor tomorrow night in the Duke Carolina game, A.J. Griffin and R.J. Davis. So we're looking forward to visiting with Coach. And in the 10 o'clock hour, George Lynch returns to the scene of the crime because 29 years ago, George Lynch and Derek Phelps put the double team on Chris Weber to force a timeout to Carolina's national championship for Dean Smith. Uh, we will talk to George Lynch. Leonard Hamilton, friend of the show, will be here. Almost permanent co-host, yeah, making well, his 14th appearance, there you which go. puts him as a leader in the clubhouse. And then birthday boy Joel Berry helps us close the show. Now who's buying tonight? Joel Berry. Exactly right. Yeah, part of that rookie initiation of nothing that's but that, right? exactly right. So that's a full show. It's about as full as we can do. Uh, but uh, New Orleans has been a successful spot for the ACC. How successful? Well, I mean, think about the things we've talked about this week. 40th anniversary of uh, Michael Jordan's jump shot, taking Carolina to the 1982 National Championship. We just mentioned George Lynch, 1993. Carolina wins against Michigan. How about Syracuse? Ten years later, Carmelo Anthony led the Orange to the national title as a freshman. You can even say in football, Pitt won a national championship in this city. Miami won a national championship in this city. And Florida State won a national championship in this city, Pac. Let me tell you something. If you can't have a good time here, Wes... I mean, seriously, you, you really have to check yourself if you can't have a good time in New Orleans. Now, everybody's coming to town this weekend right. wants to win, right? You, get, yep. you pick up a newspaper for anybody that buys newspapers anymore. Here's what we got. Here it is. It's happening. 
and it's all shades of blue rolling into town, Wes. Yep. It's going to be a big time. Today's a fun day. Like I said, today's an underrated day for the Final Four because you get to finally get a chance to see everybody for once. You finally get in the building. You get the chance to see the players, coaches, and all that great stuff. But, man, I'm just ready to go. We've analyzed this thing like crazy. We'll do that again today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, then Monday, we have uh, ACC playing for the championship, again, for the fifth yeah. time in the last seven years. Somebody from the ACC goes to Monday night for sure out of the Duke-Carolina game. That's one of the more intriguing aspects about the game. And who they see. It started to come into focus yesterday, Pac. There is a lot of thought about where KU is. When Kansas, Kansas takes this floor tomorrow afternoon inside the Superdome, that's a, that's a scenario with a team Everybody's like, oh, yeah, there's a number one seed. That's a team that's been good, you know, almost start to finish this year. Well, they were sensational the last time we saw them when they took Miami apart in the right. second half and outscored them 47-15, to 15, which was ugly from our perspective in the ACC. But, man, Kansas was great. And that game, to me, it's all about pace. Right. Right? Villanova wants to make it a half-court game. The loss of Justin Moore is a big deal. Jay Wright looking for his third national title since 2016. But to me, Wes, to oversimplify what we're going to see tomorrow, it's pace in game one, and in game two, it's pacemaker. Because I think if you're a North Carolina Duke fan, this has got to be the longest, most excruciating week ever as a fan base is because they're looking around going, man, alive, I can't believe we got to play these guys. But you know what? We're going to finally see it tomorrow night. Yep. So uh, Duke Carolina tomorrow night, first time in the NCAA tournaments on the stage of the national semifinal. Winner gets a winner of KU and, uh, and Villanova. There is some news going on around the Final Four. Uh, we'll talk to Brendan Marks about it when he joins us at 9 Eastern time. Coach K with some very pointed comments yesterday about <laughs> the future of basketball, future of college basketball. Uh, can, we, I, can we just mention Coach K and Mark Emmert? Yeah. Can we go there right now, yeah. just real quickly? Coach K has his press conference. Mark Emmert's coming up afterwards and Coach K was asked, hey, you're going to stand around to hear what the President Emmert's got to say? He goes, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. That's all you need to hear. Yeah. Some very pointed comments about the president of the NCAA and where the future of college basketball is. And we'll talk with Brendan about that at 9 o'clock. And uh, Josh Pastor as well. Uh, Leonard Hamilton, two active coaches. Johnny Dawkins, for that matter. Guys that are seeing the game's landscape beyond the game itself change right in front of their eyes seemingly each and every year pack no I'm, I'm proud of you wes uh again we're situated right here jackson square you can see behind us right sun's coming up over here on the mississippi river which is on this side but located about i don't know a, a flip wedge 75 yards away yeah about right. uh is cafe du monde yeah, which is. is a legendary spot here in new orleans yeah and you are a coffee drinker i don't touch the stuff they got the world famous beignets yeah it opened up literally when our show started. That's right. And I'm, I'm proud of you that you've gone 11 minutes because I can almost smell the aroma of the coffee from yeah. Cafe Du Monde. And well, you've made it this far. 11 will not be 30. <laughs> I'm just tell you. I figured it as may, much. It may be 11 minutes. It won't be 30 minutes. I figured as much. Because it is right there. Yeah. And that is a critical element to this process. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to get You'll be okay. Yeah. We'll take care of you. All right. Uh, we'll get cranked up. Josh Hurd from Minneapolis. Governor Roy Cooper, Johnny Dawkins, all to come in this very first hour of a uh, special Packer in Durham edition. Look at here now, kids. We're not I in mean, the basement anymore. No, no, no. They let us actually out on the uh, property, as they say, here at the event. So we will uh, 
We will dig in and uh, talk to the athletics director at Louisville, who is in Minneapolis with his basketball team, his women's team tonight, to see the number one overall seed, South Carolina. We will do all that and more. Packer and Durham from New Orleans on a beautiful, beautiful Friday morning on the Bayou. Back after this. The Packer and Durham Podcast. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast. We know we're a great team. If you match up with us, you better be ready to play. That's all I'm going to say because we're coming to win. We want to do something that Louisville basketball has never done before, and that's win a national championship. Van Lis open, fires, and hits from three. Hell, Van Buckets does it again. You almost get a sense at any point in time, though, Haley Van Lith can go off. Hanks for on the attack, lays it in, plus the foul. Talented freshman, blocked by Inksler. She has literally been everywhere on the court tonight. What Jeff Walls does, and he's told me this before, he's like, look, I don't really have a system. My system is winning. We're kind of like the bad news bears, you know? Like, if you're not having fun, then you're not doing the right thing. The Cardinals are on their way to the Twin Cities. When something like this takes place, and you can see the joy and excitement and the tears in their eyes, uh, it, it makes all of this worth it. Big night in Minneapolis tonight for yep. Louisville and the ACC. The Cards taking on the top overall number one seed, South Carolina. But with Haley Van Lith, Chester's favorite, got a <laughs> shot. You got a you got a puncher's chance tonight. Well, no question. And let's go to Minneapolis, uh, where the uh, interim athletics director at the University of Louisville is Josh Hurd. And uh, Josh, I will tell you straight up here, it is 57 degrees this morning on the banks of the Mississippi River. So how are we doing in the temperature disparity department? Uh, you guys are winning. You guys are winning. Uh, I, needless <laughs> to say, I, I, haven't even, I haven't even stepped outside. Um, I, uh, I was joking yesterday uh, when we flew in, and I just made a comment about the weather. And, uh, of course, a local was behind me, and I didn't hear him. And he's like, this is a good spring day. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hit on my point. So, but we're excited to be yeah. here. Uh, we're really excited to be here. I, I I have to ask you, just as a as an interim athletics director and and the processes and all that. I mean, we do, we we saw Kenny Payne be welcomed to Louisville a couple of weeks ago. You turn immediately almost from that to the run Jeff Walls is on uh, as your basketball coach on the women's side. I mean, you got the full hoop effect going right now, don't you? Yeah, it's been it's been a good couple of weeks. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and um, you know Jeff's not doing anything that he hasn't been doing for a number of years now, as you guys know. I think this is his uh, fifth Sweet 16 in a row, fourth Elite Eight in a row, uh, Final Fours. Uh, so just seeing if he can actually win a national title, which uh, you know it's hard to believe that you're saying that, but that's you know that's the expectations of this program now. So it's it's really cool to see, and then obviously with Kenny. Uh, he's actually up here. He's going to the game tonight and supporting Jeff and the women. And so, no, it feels it feels pretty good around around the city and, and the university right now. Josh, for uh, one year as the AD, uh, you got a team in the Final Four. Now it's time to cut down the nets, isn't it? That's going to be a tough encore. Have that for one year. Hey, that's is, pretty strong. This is two teams. This is two teams. I was in the role for about a week before our uh, volleyball uh, program went to the Final Four. There you four. go. So I'm going to take all the credit I can get. <laughs> Uh, hey, but it's on the resume, man. 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, it's just a tribute to the to the coaching staffs that we have around here. It really is. Um, and like I said, you look at Jeff and what he's done with this program and just the ambassador he's been for uh, not only his program, but the community and the way he runs his program and the way he apologize. My uh, my kids are playing giant Jenga in the. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I love it. But but he's done it. He's just done a the, terrific job. And I know you guys. I'm, I'm assuming Jeff's been on your show, and you understand the personality that he is. I mean, he's a, a larger than life personality. And then I think um, seeing that correspondence or that interaction last weekend post game in Wichita between Emily and Haley and Jeff, uh, it's just it's it's pretty neat. Josh, I want to ask you, I know you've been on staff with Vince before you became the interim. Uh, I know you had great experiences in college athletic administration. Um, one of the things that's always struck Mark and I in the show that we've done here for ACC Network is the coaching culture at specific schools. Uh, Virginia comes to mind for us, but I'll give you one place. You, you're at a place where I think you've got a great coaching culture, where you've got great coaching community and it seems like that, you know, Jeff Walls and Kenny Payne, I saw that moment in the seats when, uh, when Kenny was named the coach and came to one of their games. You mentioned Kenny being there tonight. Scott Satterfield, Dan McDonald. I mean, it just seems like you've got a really good, solid coaching culture at the University of Louisville. It's, it's really, really solid. Uh, and that's, that's one of the things as I was thrust into this role, um, you know, that I really wanted to try to deliver the message about that we, you know, things are really good here. Uh, you know, we had a president leave for, for Penn State and, and and Vince decided to do something more on a personal level. But as far as the stability of this program, it's in really, really good shape. And to your point, you look at the coaches that have been hired, and obviously that started with Tom. You go all the way back to uh, Jeff Walls and Dan McDonald and Arthur Alviero and Danny Busboom. You just go through them, click them off one at a time. Justine Sowery. Yeah. Um, and, some, and and I, I talk about it, you know, sports is about momentum. And, you know, you look at what our baseball team's doing right now. I think they've won, uh, gosh, it's, you know, I want to say it's, you know, they had one little blip there with Lipscomb, but they beat Notre Dame. They sweep Notre Dame. They sweep Boston College. Um, you know, so they're having some real success. Our uh, men's and women's swimming's pro- programs did a really good job over the last couple weeks at the championship games. Um, and then the other thing that's really cool is just, uh, I think you hit on it, the camaraderie of these of this coaching staff, or these coaching staffs. Uh, Kenny's going to be here tonight. Scott's going to be here tonight. Uh, Justine from our field hockey program is going to be here tonight. Yeah. And it's all with, with one idea in mind, and that's to support a program that's doing some really, some really good things right now. Josh, yesterday we had your coach on, Jeff Walls, and, and you know he was telling the story about taking all the media members from the uh, – airport to the hotel i hope you keep an eye on him tonight you know you do have a little ball game to take care of i don't want uh, coach to think he's gonna become a professional uber driver did what, did he tell you about the story in atlanta when their flight got canceled uh, and he just packed up a few other folks that he didn't know and drove them back to louisville uh so I, i'm worried I, I, about I that you know we got a game to play that, yeah if coaching doesn't work out i think an uber driver might be in his future yeah, well, that's a, a big deal, though, tonight, isn't it? I mean, South Carolina, Dawn Staley, great program. Little ACC, SEC, you got three ones and a two seed in the Final Four. Man, it just kind of feels like a big-time deal when you get that kind of quality basketball teams all under one setting. 
No, it's it's a really big deal, and I, I think uh, just feeling it in the city. You know, we didn't get to feel it last year with COVID, and um, I know you guys have been to Final Fours, and the city's just buzzing. Uh, and that's that's what's going on right now around Minneapolis. Uh, we went to a restaurant last night, and it was packed. And obviously, it was packed because of the uh, the Final Fours in town. And then, you know, of course, New Orleans. You can't, you know, you got to think about that too, and everything that's going on down there. Just talking about the. Uh, that arena being sold out or that dome being sold out with two ACC programs. Uh, and uh, my, my seven-year-old woke up this morning and she's like, ah, she's like, it's an awesome day. The Final Four is here because her mom is a North Carolina alum. And then obviously uh, she 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 knows uh, who to cheer for when Louisville's playing. So it's, it's going to be a good weekend all the way around in the ACC. Josh, I want to ask you the same question. I, I've actually kind of taken some straw polls of opinions this week. Talked to Jeff about it yesterday, Nina King earlier in the week. Uh, you know, we talk about, and you've run NCAA championships. You've been a part of that from a role on campus, and I know you've been a coordinator for events at, at sites as well in your career. Uh, what's your sense as an administrator of where the women's tournament has moved this year? Yeah, I think, um, and I'm like I said, I'm sitting here in the team lounge that the NCAA put together. And um, I, I think it's significantly better. I really do. Um, and, and it's not just the NCAA, right? It's all the partners with the university and, and the city and the, the things that Adidas has done the last couple of days uh, with our women's program. And, and they were really adamant um, that if they weren't going to do exactly what they were doing for our women, they weren't going to do the same thing on the men's side for Kansas. And so our, our team got a pair of Yeezys, which uh, that doesn't mean a whole lot to me, but it meant a whole lot to them. Um, and and so no, I think it's I do think it's gotten better. I, obviously, there was an emphasis put on it last year with some things that weren't done right. And to Nina's credit, you guys know Nina; she's an unbelievable uh, administrator. And, and they've said, hey, we we've got to uh, reevaluate some things here. And and I think they've done that. Now, is there still room for improvement? Absolutely. Um, but I think we're always trying to improve in anything we're doing. And uh, you know, and I think that going back to tying Jeff into this conversation. You know, if you look at what he's done uh, with our program and the fan base that he's created, uh, you know, it was really cool. We actually uh, ended up getting a second charter down here for fans. And we've got board of trustee members and athletic association members and fans throughout the community. I mean, we, we sold that charter out. And so we, we expect to have a really good showing from a fan perspective and obviously on the court tonight as well. No, I know it's a basketball weekend for the country, but it's also a football weekend for Louisville. Here on ACC Network, we've got your spring game. We had Coach Satterfield on the show earlier this week. What's your take on football as we get cranked up for 22? Uh, similar as, as to my take on our women's basketball program and the hiring of Kenny Payne, just really excited where Scott's at right now. Uh, he's done some really good things with his staff. And, uh, you know, I think uh, – People don't understand the high expectations sometimes that Scott has set. And if you look at what he did at App State, uh, he realizes that he's got to create that same success here in Louisville, and that's his expectation. And if you look at what he's done on the recruiting trail and with his uh, with his staff and bringing some new assistant coaches on, bringing Dion Branch on, who has obviously a strong connection to this program, uh, things are definitely headed in the right in the right direction. And it's just a lot of positive momentum once again. And looking forward to four o'clock on Sunday and, and seeing what the guys can do out there uh, in, in the spring game. All right, Josh, I tell you what, it's great to have you on. Look forward to having you back and wish you a lot of luck tonight in Minneapolis. 
I appreciate it, and I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go play some giant Jenga with my five and seven year old here. We were up early, so uh, you guys you guys enjoy uh, you guys enjoy the outdoor activities. We'll enjoy the indoor activities up here. There you go. Appreciate it. Be well. All right. See you guys. All right. Enjoy the visit with Josh Hurd. Big weekend in Louisville. Women tonight. Football this weekend. Absolutely. He talked about baseballs rocking and rolling, and they yeah. are really playing well. So yeah. good times right now. We look forward to having Kenny Payne on the show at some point in time. Uh, seems to be a very, very popular hire. Yeah, no question. I think it's everything you had hoped, at least on the surface here in the last two and a half weeks, in terms of Kenny Payne and Louisville basketball. Uh, when we come back, uh, one of the more decorated guests we've ever had on this program the uh, Honorable Roy Cooper, governor of the state of North Carolina, is going to be here. I've got questions. I'm worried that Packer has questions. The governor proclaimed yesterday North Carolina to be the center of the basketball universe. We'll talk about that more next on Packer and Durham. Packer and Durham. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham. A proclamation by the governor of North Carolina. Whereas Duke University and the University of North Carolina are two of the greatest academic research and healthcare universities in the world and often collaborate on efforts that make the world a healthier and better place. And whereas on Saturday, April the 2nd at approximately 8.49 Eastern Daylight Time, no one will be thinking about that. first time ever in the NCAA tournament with this game coming in the Final Four. And whereas the eyes of the world are on these two great institutions emphasizing the tradition of excellence in the state of North Carolina. Now, therefore, I, Roy Cooper, governor of the greatest state in the country, do hereby proclaim North Carolina as the center of the college basketball universe and commend its observance to all North Carolinians. That kind of makes it official, doesn't it? Well, when the governor says it, it's true. There you go. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, I, hey, I vote in the state. <laughs> I'm a local. S center of the college basketball universe and our pleasure this morning to go to Raleigh to welcome the Honorable Roy Cooper, the 75th governor in the history of the state of North Carolina, who's kind enough to join us this morning from Raleigh. Governor, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. This is going to be such a fun weekend. We're so excited in North Carolina <laughs> right now. That well, here's what I want to know, Governor. Is that enough hype? No, <laughs> we're not done with you, Governor. We're just starting. 
Here's what I want to know. Now that uh, we proclaim uh, the state of North Carolina is the center of the college basketball universe, and, and while we've got five minutes, um, I want to know, can we work on the, the, the cost of the property taxes in Mecklenburg County? Oh, yeah, please. Well, can we get that worked on? I'm just <laughs> Please. Really? Are you to bring that? that? That's a local decision anyway. So work on your local electorate. Well, you know. <laughs> You know, I, I know Pat McCroy that didn't get the job done. So, I mean, that's why I'm asking you. Oh, man. You can afford it. You're hey. a big-time sports guy. You can afford it. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see that contract. Thank you very much, Governor. There you go. That's, that's a good exactly idea. Right. Let's see that contract. Yeah. Hey, um, I want to ask you about the, the byproduct of basketball and the state of North Carolina and these two particular institutions. Look, you love the history of this as much as any of us do. Uh, I mean, you grew up in North Carolina. You went to school to Chapel Hill. That's been well documented. You know what this rivalry means. But, Governor, there is something about this particular meeting between Duke and Carolina that is, uh, that is fascinating even to, the, uh, even to the oldest of us that have watched it for years, I think. Well, I think it's amazing that as many long drives as both of these teams have made in the NCAA tournament that they have not – met before. And I, I think this is a period of time where a lot of people are not even enjoying it because it is so intense and because they're so nervous about what might happen. I've just decided we're going to have a great time and uh, celebrate North Carolina. Uh, it, it's, the kind of, it's the kind of weekend that I think everybody will, will let their hair down and have a great time. I've been pushed hard to declare a state of emergency so that everybody can stay home on uh, Sunday and Monday and Tuesday, but can't, can't, quite, can't quite get there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Governor, uh, we really do get spoiled uh, in the state of North Carolina between only Duke and North Carolina, but NC State with their two national championships. Uh, there was a time that old Cornbread Maxwell was rocketing at UNC Charlotte. Wilmington's had success in the tournament. App State's trying to get it going. I mean, we can go down the whole list. Uh, Davidson, obviously, with Bob McKillop and the incredible job he's done. Uh, we almost take it for granted in the state of North Carolina, the quality basketball. But when you start thinking about North Carolina, nine consecutive decades of making the Final Four. Duke, seven consecutive decades. Uh, we've got it good in Carolina. There's no doubt about it. We really do. You, you mentioned Cornbread Maxwell. That was another time when North Carolina had two teams in the Final Four. Right. And, you know, when you look at this rival I, I, I will argue that it is the greatest rivalry in college basketball, but I'm going to take take it a sure. step further. I think this is the greatest rivalry in American sports. Now you got Yankees, Red Sox, you got Celtics, Lakers, you got Ohio State, Michigan, and and football, but these two teams, you got public versus private, you got eight miles apart, you've got meeting twice a year. And you have what I think is the most important ingredient of a great rivalry is sustained excellence by both teams over a long period of time. And when you look at the last almost four decades, uh, the record in points scored and wins is so very close. And yeah, the teams have had a couple of down years but you never know what's going to happen in this game. Who thought North Carolina would beat Duke at Coach Krzyzewski's last game in Cameron Indoor Stadium? Hardly no one. And so this, this, is, this is the greatest rivalry 
and American sports, and I'm ready to sit down and argue with anybody about it. <laughs> I, Governor, here's the other thing that, that struck me this week. Um, we talk, Mark mentions how much we've been spoiled. The reality of it is, and, and I, know what, I know how you followed this sport in particular, and, and certainly the ACC. We had Dean Smith better than 30 years at North Carolina. We've now had Mike Krzyzewski 40-odd years at Duke. I mean, it's an amazing legacy of coaching in this state. The success in basketball is one thing, but the leadership of those two gentlemen in particular, and I'll add Roy Williams 16 years at Carolina alongside here, the leadership of these gentlemen in these positions, especially in the state, the way the sport is treated, what, a, what an unbelievable compliment to our state to have these three particular guys lead their basketball programs. And when you look at those three, you, you have to look at their off-the-court personalities, their contributions to our state and our community as much as what happens on the court. And it will be interesting to see whether this new era of co coaching, whether Davis and Shire can maintain a long period of time coaching these two, these two teams. There, there's no higher place to go. I, I don't care if the Celtics call. There's no higher place to go than UNC and Duke as head basketball coach. So you expect if both of them succeed, then maybe we've got uh, several decades of Hubert Davis and John Shire. And that would be fine with yeah. me if we could continue this rivalry that long. <laughs> it would be pretty special. But you, you're right. Let's let's get off of Duke and Carolina. You know, we, we've had arguments. I, I say Michael Jordan is the GOAT, no question. But it, you know, I think there's an argument that David Thompson was probably the best ACC player yeah. of all time when you just look at just ACC. So you get to have those kinds of arguments and the great Wake Forest teams that we've had. And, and then you look at North Carolina Central and Fayetteville State just winning. Our women's right. basketball teams are really taking off. NC State almost got to the Final Four this time. A lot going on in North Carolina, and we're, we're really excited about it and look forward to this weekend. Hey, Governor, have you already called the governors up at uh, Pennsylvania and Kansas just to alert them that you're guaranteed a spot Monday <laughs> night? I figured the bet's coming at some point in time. Well, well look, uh, right now I've decided to place a bet in, in the semifinal game, and I am going to bet oh. myself North Carolina craft beer <laughs> – Versus North Carolina barbecue, and I win. Can't so, go wrong. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And I, I'm the, ready, I'll I'm tell ready you to what lay though, that Governor, bet down right now. Uh, the only thing missing in that bet is this right here. A little beignets in New Orleans <laughs> to wash you down for dessert. You get that, brother. You got it all covered. <laughs> Maybe hey, I'll um, need that next. I that's would, pretty good, guys. That looks really good. It, yeah. Yeah. Ready no, for it's, that. it's the real stuff here. Yeah. Um, I would ask you to pick this game, but I think I know where you'd go. So are you going to pick the game, or are you going you gonna to try and maintain neutrality for your constituency? Oh, come on. I'm, I'm a Tar Heel. You know, you got to be who you are, and I'm a Tar Heel. I, I will tell you yeah. this, though. Um, during my campaigns for governor, Duke students, professors, health care, they all joined in. It was great after I'd gotten elected governor. They all know I went where I went to school, but I went to a UNC Duke game at Cameron. Uh, a number of the 
Cameron Crazies. I got there early and went out, and of course they were all there, and they started yelling and chanting my name because they had helped me get elected. So I actually went up in the stands and took selfies with Cameron Crazies and got blue suit, <laughs> blue paint all over my suit. Uh, it's fun time, but yeah, I. I I think, you know, Duke is heavily favored here. What's the line now? What, four and a half, five? Uh, hey, wait, I, Governor. Not, hey, whoa, whoa, Governor. <laughs> wait, Governor, Governor. You, you can't we're, talk gambling lines yet. Come on, it's, it's only eight. We're trying to get sports betting in North Central Carolina time. right now. We just That's can't it. Get there it. you oh, go. See? I figured there was an angle. I there figured there was an angle. But, oh, again, man. You, I'm, I'm you gonna, can't do anything about my property taxes? Come on. <laughs> You're killing me. Leave him alone, Roy. Leave him alone. <laughs> Don't mess with him. I'm, I'm, oh. picking, I'm picking the, well, the heels in a squeaker. I'm picking the heels in a squeaker. Hey. So we'll see. Well, I think but that's what we're is, all hoping for, isn't Well, I, I, I'm coming down and looking forward to being down, and I will stay for Monday night's game regardless. So looking forward to go. that. That's awesome. Uh, and pull for, tell and pull you, we are for grateful. whichever one wins then Monday night, that's for sure. There you go. Well, I tell you what, we are uh, grateful you carved out some time for us this morning. And uh, I held off on telling Packer that you blocked Phil Ford's shot when you were at Northern Nash. You know, Rocky Mount, he tried to take it in the lane on you. Now, you know you swatted it away, Governor, but I wanted to, I wanted to lay that off on Packer. I didn't want him to know that at the start so. of this interview. Had I known that, Governor, they might have taken your diploma away at North Carolina. Nobody <laughs> swats Phil Ford's shot away. Nobody. <laughs> Well, Phil will admit it, even though we had triple teamed him, he had already driven through the, <laughs> through the other two guys. It was a scoop shot, so it was like shoulder high, but it's still a block shot. And Phil got 52 points that night, but by God, he did not get 54. <laughs> and that's the story. And that's the story, and I'm hey. sticking to it. I hey, love it. Governor, thank you so much. Great to see you. Safe travels here, Thanks, sir. Thanks, guys. Let's have fun. All right. You, you bet. Got it. The Honorable Roy Cooper, governor of the state of North Carolina. We appreciate his time. Uh, what fun. What fun for us. Don't forget ACC baseball right here this weekend. Tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, we'll take you to Tiger Town. Hey, Monty Lee and the Tigers. Elliot Avent and the Wolfpack. Coverage on ACC Network and always streaming live on the ESPN app. When we come back to New Orleans... The head basketball coach of the UCF Knights. Oh, look at 24 out of Mackin High School in Washington. Johnny Dawkins joins us next on Packer and Durham. The Packer and Durham Podcast. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast. Packer and Durham, live from New Orleans. I appreciate the trombone shorty coming back out of the break, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, are you kidding me? This might be our best backdrop ever. You can't beat Jackson no. Square. It's just no. a, uh, again, just the essence of the city. All right, let me let me tell you now, the word's out. Packer's already shown the governor of North Carolina we got beignets, okay? And I have gotten my Cafe Du Monde. <laughs> However... I asked for chicory in my coffee. <laughs> Back. Don't complain. I'm not. Don't complain. Man, is this good right here this morning? 
I'll just be here having about a half gallon of this this morning. This is so good. You know what they served us on American Airlines last night? A bag of mini pretzels. That's it. That's so exactly right. You got right. beignets. Come on. We've got the, we're in the Mississippi River. We're in New Orleans. Final Four weekend. Yeah. Louisville plays tonight. North Carolina Duke tomorrow. We can't complain about a thing. What a treat to uh, wrap up this opening hour of Packer and Durham from New Orleans by going down to Central Florida in Orlando this morning and welcoming the head basketball coach of UCF, Johnny Dawkins, to this program. Uh, Johnny, first of all, thanks for the time. It's great to see you. Um, and I'm going to pose a question right here off the top. Mark and I and Debbie Antonelli were involved in this curtain call broadcast for, the, for Coach K's final home game. And we were doing some research, and I was talking to some folks very close to the Duke program, and it was brought to my attention that if you don't sign with Duke, there's the possibility that none of this happens. And the person who told me that said, Johnny Dawkins led to Billy King, that led to Danny Ferry, which led to Tommy Amaker, which essentially made Duke basketball. When I say that to you, how do you feel given where this is at this particular juncture? Well, I feel very, first of all, honored, and then I feel very fortunate to have been a part of something that special, uh, something that's, you know, lasted for this many decades. Uh, how often do you have a chance to leave a legacy like that? And uh, like I said, I was very fortunate. We had great teammates. We had really good teams, and coaches been amazing, as you as you all know. So uh, I just feel, feel real fortunate about everything that happened and uh, excited for what's, you know, what's, what's installed for the future as well. Coach K, I mean, uh, what else is there to say, Johnny, about what this guy's accomplished? And lo and behold, we're getting ready to watch something tomorrow night that none of us have ever seen. That's Duke in North Carolina in the national semifinal. As a former player, uh, what Coach K has meant to you, what is this going to feel like tomorrow night? Well, it's going to be surreal. I mean, you know, we've all, you know, we all dream, and, and I think we all have special dreams, and, and we would love to see, you know, the program ascend to the heights that it has ascended to. But uh, what Coach K has done for the game of basketball and what he's done for Duke University and our teams has been beyond that. Uh, what he stands for, the integrity, uh, his leadership, what he's done in the community down there in Durham and, and across the country, you know, speaks for itself. So I think tomorrow's going to be, you know, an ama amazing evening. I mean, this is the first time that both of these teams have met in the Final Four, which is hard to believe the success that both programs have had, yeah. that this will be the first time. But what a special way, you know, Coach K's last year. And, uh, you know, I don't think it could be any better to have a fitting ending, you know, as, as Coach K make his final run, as, as having to go through a North Carolina team to accomplish another amazing uh, season. Johnny, did it ever cross your mind as a player or an assistant coach at Duke in your tenure there? Hey, we might play Carolina if we got to this particular round of the NCAA tournament. I mean, I know the 91 thing in Indianapolis, there was that course where they could have played in the national championship game. And, of course, Duke played the great game against Vegas and Carolina lost to Kansas. Did at any point, though, was this ever on the radar in discussion points as a player or a coach in Durham? You know, never. You know, during my time there, you know, I was there for a decade as an assistant coach and as a player, and it never really crossed our mind. Uh, it's one of those things that, you know, it's, it's possible, but because, you know, it hadn't really happened, you know, I think everyone is really geared into 
who they're competing against the next game. And because that's usually down the road, uh, no one, you know, really thinks, you know, too far in the NCAA tournament. You don't go but so far past one game. Uh, and so uh, it never happened. But you know what? What an exciting, you know, moment in history uh, tomorrow. And I think everyone's looking forward to it. Johnny, I know that uh, you're a Duke guy based on the DNA and everything you've accomplished, uh, but you're also a head coach. Uh, and the respect factor that these two teams have for each other. How about the job Hubert Davis has done? Year one, replacing Roy Williams, and lo and behold, there's some bumpy rides, right? There's no doubt about that. But here they are in the Final Four. Uh, from your seat today, how about the appreciation of what Hubert Davis has accomplished this season? Well, you know, I have a lot of respect for Hubert. You know, Hubert's a terrific man, first of all. Uh, family man. He's had a terrific career, you know, at UNC and professionally, and he's going to be successful. You know, I'm happy for him, uh, you know, with all due respect to the rivalry, because it's, it's the best rivalry in college sport. Uh, you know, you know, there is a respect for, you know, the person that you're coaching against or playing against. And, and Hubert's always been a class act. And uh, I don't think anybody is more deserving of having the success that he's having right now. So it's going to be bumpy. You're going to have adversity as he's faced. But that's just going to make you stronger and a better coach. And uh, I think you see that now as he's starting to come out on the other side, just how good a coach he is. And uh, he's done an amazing job with his group. I'll tell you, one of the more interesting pieces of this whole week has been the uh, chatter among former players, uh, Duke guys talking to Duke guys, and then when they cross the line with each other. I'm curious, how many former teammates have you chatted with? How many former Carolina guys have you talked to this week? Uh, I haven't talked to really any guys you know, regarding the game. Uh, it's such a special moment. Uh, sacred to me, and I just want you know I just want it to be a, a, a memorable moment. I'm sure both teams feel the same way. Of course, you already know who I'm rooting for 110, uh, percent and I'm sure they're doing the same. But <laughs> but you know it, it's exciting. Uh, you know I'm, I'm geared into watching the game like everyone else is. It's going to be an amazing evening, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of chatter between both teams and both programs as you just mentioned. That just continues to heighten the rivalry and heighten the excitement and, and, and the energy that's going to be surrounding that game. Johnny, uh, Duke takes care of business. The first game blows North Carolina out in Chapel Hill. The Hills, of course, ruined Case's uh, surprise party, if you will, uh, last month at Cameron Indoor. So I know you got the pom-poms out for Duke tomorrow night, but heart of hearts, how do you think this game plays out? Well, I think, you know, based on how I went in the previous two games, and, of course, we were, you know, coaching our own teams during that time, so I didn't study it as much, but... It seemed the way it played out, you know, I think both teams are going to be really excited. Both teams are going to be really motivated for this game. It's kind of a tiebreaker for the season. And typically for bragging rights down in that area beyond, you know, what happens nationally, just for bragging rights for those eight miles, uh, you have to, you know, live there all summer. You want to be you want to go out on top. So, you know, knowing those players, knowing those coaches, uh, they understand the magnitude of, you know, going you know two and one as opposed to going one and two. So you're going to get everyone's best effort. Hey. I had to explain to somebody this week, it may be eight miles, but sometimes that's eight miles of hard road, isn't it, Johnny? (laughs) (laughs) It's always eight miles of hard road. I mean, it's nothing like it. Uh, That's what makes it so special. People wouldn't believe those teams are that close, you know, to each other and that that proximity in that area. And that just continues to make it that much more special. Yeah. I tell you what, it's great to see you. Best wishes to the Knights, and uh, we look forward to catching up again. Absolutely, guys. You guys enjoy the rest of your evening and uh, look forward to seeing you guys at the game tomorrow. Okay. Johnny Dawkins. Legend. Duke player. Oh, legend. Absolute legend. Not even close, right? Yep. 
just a phenomenal, phenomenal player at an integral time in Mike Krzyzewski's, what, first five years in Durham? Yeah, we've talked about this many times on this show. It's not even before we got to the Final Four, but the first couple years of the Krzyzewski era were not good. Let's be honest. I mean, nobody knew who he was coming from Army. You had Valvano, you had Smith, you had national championships on Tobacco Road, and Duke was struggling. And all of a sudden, I know you've seen the documentary, Jay Billis and all those guys, the class that saved Coach K, and the rest is history. And here we are, Coach K trying to now win his sixth national championship. Remarkable. Uh, we got a busy hour coming up. Uh, Brendan Marks will be here. Uh, Josh Pastner for a half hour. You going to be okay with that? That'll be a lot. More the merrier. Yeah. You and me. Uh, Patrick guys Mazzaroni. guys us back here want to be on television. Yeah, we, we had, had no we idea had, who they we were. people that come by that would like to join the show from time to time. I'm we're, on. We're not. No, no. We got easy. food. Easy, we, big fella. I know. That, hey, easy. I told you. We got creatures in New yeah. Orleans, man. Yeah, I like, that's exactly I, that's, right. I like this town. Yeah, we, we had a guy come by who was interested in being on the show and Perhaps he'd be uh, making his debut. I can assure you he that he would be making his debut. <laughs> yes, he would. Uh, so we got all that and more. Josh Pastor, Patrick Masseroni is the uh, former high school coach of AJ Griffin and RJ Davis. That's a great storyline tomorrow night. We got uh, the bands playing already. Oh yeah, we got it's bands. eight o'clock in the morning, man. Going on at Cafe Dumont. We got uh, a lot of stuff it. happening. Love it. Yeah, this is. Uh, this is what you need to do on a Friday morning in New if Orleans. If you're looking for peace and quiet, this is not your no, kind of place, No, this is definitely man. not the spot. Love no, this, This is definitely not the spot. So, all that and more, the last hour, George Lynch, Leonard Hamilton, and the birthday boy, Joel Berry. When we come back, Brendan Marks will be here. Full coverage of Duke and Carolina in the Final Four in New Orleans is next. Packer and Durham.